Hey there, and welcome to the Game Bros Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Joe. And I'm Jeff. Today, we're going to be talking about Overwatch. Overwatch is Blizzard's first-person shooter. Character-based, heavily ability-based. Very competitive. It has competitive mode. It has an esports scene, which is actually kind of falling apart at the moment. Which, um, with the release of Valorant, a lot of teams have lost character have lost team players like the, some of their athletes yeah. to Valorant. Um, something I didn't know. Uh, one one player, Sinatra, is widely regarded as one of the best players in the Overwatch League. Left a couple weeks ago. He said, "Yo, I'm playing Valorant right now." Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> another team that was looking really good lost their entire team. Yeah, like, and I'm not. I don't. I'm not sure if they like the entire team just said, "Yo, we're out," or. If they let the entire team go for whatever reason, but it was the Vancouver Titans who did really good last year. I think they got second overall as a brand new Overwatch League team, and they were doing pretty good this season as well. So yeah, the, it has an esports scene, but it's kind of falling apart. It's crumbling. Yeah, but still, it's a fun game. As you said, character-based abilities, uh, first-person shooter. Yep. Yeah. Got your payload. You got your capture points. You got. All the other stuff. All the other stuff. All of it. All of it. Heck yeah. Uh, and so since it is character-based, there's a lot of time and effort they had to put into the characters. And the character design, I think, is really cool. Um, like For most of it. In the most part. Uh, well, what is there like a specific character you think that's like not really No, I just think some, of the, uh, I just think some of the extra skins are Oh, good. yeah, like some of the optional skins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, the base skins that everyone gets are pretty good. Um, they're not super complex. I mean, nah. I mean that's compared to, like, some of their rare skins. But, like, you have, like, characters with bows and fur, and you have, like, a cybernetic ninja. A lot of it's, like, you wouldn't really, like, put them together. Think of that as a character. Yeah. Like, like a Chinese scientist that freezes people. Or, like, a giant German dude with a hammer. Like, it's really interesting to, like, think about, like, hey, where'd they come up with this? Yeah, one day someone walked in the office. They were like, we need character ideas. They were just like, German dude with hammer. Hammer. And then there's the small Swedish dude who also has a hammer. You should... They just like hammers, apparently. Yeah, I guess. Um, but, yes, the character design is pretty cool. The characters look pretty good. There's, off, there's also, like, a lot of, how we said, there's other skins. Um, yeah. which some look good, some sometimes don't they're really. just like, hey, let's paste another color on. Yeah, I and mean, those, yeah, those those are the cheaper. Those are the cheap skins that you can get. Which is like, hey, what if he had purple clothes? Because <laughs> and then there's some ones which are kind of weird, like if he was like a scarecrow or a jester. Mm. That's junk rat because he is a weird character. Yeah, um, they do go. For a lot of that weird stuff, mm-hmm. and then on the same, like same thing, some of the really cool characters also get weird stuff, but they also get super cool stuff. Yeah. Like Soldier Seventy Six, he has a costume where like he's doing like a beach barbecue competition. Yeah, they they for, have to throw in the weird ones. They just yeah. have to because and those are like generally for like events, like the summer events. Like they have to get yeah. summer skins, and it's kind of like, hmm, well, there's not really like lore based <laughs> skins like yeah you can't really go oh what there's not like lore built in for that yeah. character for like in being in the summer 
<laughs> but at the same time, he gets other really cool skins, like what he looked like before, like in the timeline the game has, like mm. what, what he looked like then, and like his soldier uniform. Um, there's some like in his like um, snow uniform yeah. for like snow combat and stuff like that. Yeah, and some of them you've got like um, outfits that are like, oh, when he was part of this other organization, like Black Watch or Talon, they have those skins too, and those are pretty cool. Yeah, so they do use, like you said, we, like they use some of the skins to like showcase some of the lore they have, um, and then some can, some skins are just like colors or kind of just like fun yeah yeah so speaking of said characters the some of the abilities dude they're just they're overpowered bro what what you mean some so overwatch characters are overpowered what what do you mean oh yeah sorry i didn't i guess being able to kill everyone in a couple seconds not super overpowered nah it's normal which character are we talking about again there's a couple all of them (laughs) well i mean if they can all kill someone in like two seconds, then that's not really overpowered. But then there's there are people that like like take Brigida. Mm-hmm. She doesn't kill fast. No. She has other issues, but she doesn't kill fast. Um but then like someone like um Tracer does mm-hmm. a lot of damage really quickly yeah. if you can aim. Yeah. Yeah. The rewind thing is super annoying. She yeah. just decides, hey, I'm going to go back in time and Get pretend like this back. didn't happen. Yeah. What? But then, yeah. And then there's other characters that just seem kind of broken sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they and they have fixed some of these. Yeah. Um, like with um, Hanzo, he used to have a scatter arrow. You'd launch it, it would hit an object, and it would break apart, and it would like, kind of like bounce around mm. and hit a bunch of people. And you could one-shot. A lot of people with this. It did a lot of damage. Wow. Yeah, um, that definitely sounds broken. Because, like, you could hit it into a room. <laughs> Everyone's dead. Yeah. So they changed that out for a storm arrow, which is he could just shoot a lot of fully charged arrows really quickly instead of having to, like, charge the yeah. shot. He can just go bang, 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 bang. Which is still kind of... Which does a lot of damage still, but it also requires... More, more aim. aim, yeah. Instead um, of just being like, hey, it'll go everywhere for me. Yeah. Like, while I, while I do think that his scatter arrows were broken, I don't like his storm arrows either. Hmm. They feel really, like, spammy. Yes. Like, if you're trying to, like, break um, an enemy tank's shield, like, it's just like, oh, and spam a bunch of damage right there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really... F- it, they're not, like, fun to use. Yeah. Like, while his scatter heroes were insanely annoying to be on the receiving end of, they were fun to use. Yeah. And also, like, doesn't really fit with the character. Because Hanzo's like, he's a sniper. He, but, like, then that's, I mean, it's not yeah. really, that's more of a close-er-ish ability. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, which does kind of make sense to me. Because, like, if you have to take a couple seconds to fully charge your shot, like pull your bow back, you can't really do anything up close. So like, True. if they do get close, you're, like, dead at that point. True. But having this ability that he can shoot off a bunch of them really quickly, uh, along with his, like, jump ability, mm-hmm. he has a really, like, a horizontal dash, essentially. Not terribly far, but still decent. Enough. Yeah, it's enough to like, get out of the way and then use that, like, storm arrow to pull a bunch mm-hmm. of shots at them. Yeah. 
other broken characters, uh, Symmetra's one that annoys me. Oh my goodness. When they got rid of the timer for her invisibility, so now she can be invisible for as long as she wants. Bro, this that, is this is Sombra, Sombra I'm talking about. Yeah, that's Sombra. Oops. Uh, no, Symmetra is actually the one that has the turrets. Yeah. So essentially, she just puts out a bunch of different turrets. Yeah. They zap people and slow them down. Oh, I didn't realize. That yeah. Down. Yeah. No, her turrets. Um, no wonder I can't move. <laughs> yeah, her turrets have a slowing effect, which means, and they do a decent amount of damage if, like, if as long as more than one of them's locked on. Like, yeah. if one's locked on, it's like it's, you're fine. But if three are locked on, and they and that means three slowing effects. Yeah. You're stuck. And you're probably gonna die unless you can take out the turrets super fast. Unless you have, yeah, unless you have something that can take out the turrets really fast or a movement ability, Mm -hmm. like a dash or something that you can that does that isn't really affected by that slowing effect. Yeah. But they're just like, it's just not really fun to play against. Yeah. Um, while, well, it is like if you see the symmetry put out the turrets, it's pretty easy to get rid of them. Right. But like, if you can't really see them easily. And in order to kill them, you have to get in their line of fire. It's, bleh. yeah. Uh, and like, I don't think I don't think that inherently having a character that has an ability like that, that has an ability to like lay traps and deal damage to people if they walk through a door or whatever, I don't really think that's bad. It's just not fun to play yeah. against her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also a really sparing character. She has a bunch of uh, damage orbs that do a lot oh of damage. They do like 170 damage fully charged. That's ridiculous. Which is enough to kill a tracer in one blow. Yeah. Also, her laser beam gets a higher damage the longer she's shooting something. Does Zarya's that also do that? No, Does... Zarya's is an ability. Her she has a laser gun. Um, but mm-hmm. it gets charged the more her shields get hit. Oh, that's so she has is. portable shields that she can like give to a friend or put on herself. Mm-hmm. And when they get hit, she gets more uh, damage. That's what it was. Yeah, different thing. Um, but yeah, Symmetra is just like a really annoying character to play against. Um, and to me, not really that fun. Yeah. Other annoying characters. There's actually a lot of annoying characters <laughs> in Overwatch. <laughs> I mean, there's um, a lot of characters. So yeah. There's 32, 33, somewhere oh. around there. Um, and a lot of the ones they added to the game post-launch, I think there was 21 at launch. They've added mm-hmm. a lot of characters. They've added 11, somewhere around there. <laughs> Math. Uh, yeah. And a lot of the ones they've added post-launch have been kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. And you can rattle off a couple of those. There's like Sombra. There's Doomfist. Brigitte, when free, she first came out, and then that like a, was heartbroken, bro. But fun to play as, true. Not fun to play against, um, but and yeah, because like Sombra's whole thing is one of my abilities is you don't get to play the game. Yeah, like she hacks you, and since the entire game is ability based, mm-hmm. when you can't use your abilities, your abilities your... it's like okay, now now what do I do? I mean, yeah. sure, I can shoot her with my normal gun and. Whatever, but she can teleport. She can turn yeah. invisible. Thankfully, it doesn't take too long no. for it to wear off. Yeah, it's just really annoying. Yeah. Um, same thing kind of goes with Doomfist, because mm. he just kills you super quickly. Yeah, like but most people, he can hit with one blow of right. his four-second cooldown. Wow. Or no, it might be a couple. I know they changed. They changed it. I think it's a little higher than that. Okay. But if he charges it up, 
And he hits you. Yo, dead. <laughs> Most characters are going to die from that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and especially the new edition, Echo, with all her freaking abilities. Like, oh, I'm explosives. Stick, like, do they attach to characters? They do. Yeah. I haven't played Echo much. Yeah. Her explosive attack to characters, one of her abilities, she can fly like Marcy's ult, which is a little bit overpowered. Um, I mean, but you already had a flying character in the game. You had Farah. Well, yeah. Who could fly. Um, and I do think it was smart to have another person yeah. that can oh, yes. fly. Because I think, I think any time you have a character that is the only character in the game that can do something, True. that kind of makes that character more important than they might should be. Yeah. Um, like, far. Like, she was the only character that could really fly. Um, and so, if you wanted to have that, you had to pick Farah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and because of her really high damage output, she was also pretty good. Um, yeah. But then adding Echo, who also has a decently high damage output. Not as high as Farah's, I don't think. As far as primary fire, just a normal yeah. fire, does more than Echo's. Echo's but it's harder to hit with. It is harder to hit with, and Echo's abilities do more damage. Yeah. Though. Uh, yeah, because like Echo's abilities, as you mentioned, sticky bombs, sticky people, blow up. And she also has a laser beam. Yeah. That does increased damage if the target's at 50% health or lower. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. So like, like oh, I'm already some close sticky, to dying. Yeah, like, no, throw I'm... some sticky bombs on Reinhardt's shield, and then laser beam it, and you can melt his shield, and then, you know, mm-hmm. he's stuck. Or put that on a tank, and then melt them with a laser. So she yeah. is really comboed, mm-hmm. and then her she also has the ability to start flying. She gets, like, a boost of speed, and she flies. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and then with her ult, where she can literally copy anyone else... On the enemy mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, and then she has... Last time I checked, it was 625% ult charge. Oh, so she gets their ults super quickly. Because that's her ult. Sure, her ult is just like, I'll, I'll copy an enemy character and get their ult super quickly. Yeah. I, I think they reduced that number, uh, but I actually don't know. I haven't played a lot of Echo. Yeah. Um. But it's really annoying because like... If you play, if you copy a character that already has a pretty fast charge time, like Tracer or Reinhardt, you mm-hmm. can get their abilities pretty quickly. Like, grab Tracer, empty half a clip into anyone, essentially. Yeah. And you, all, you pretty much already have your ult. Mm-hmm. And then you, and you can get it again and again and again for however because long her thing lasts. I think it's yeah. six seconds, which know. is pretty long. Um, or Reinhardt, a couple swings, whatever. Mm-hmm. Earth, Earth Shatter. Yeah. And then if you kill her while she's in that copied mode, she turns back into Echo. Really? Yeah, she doesn't I, die. I didn't know that. That's... That's... Exp- like, yeah, so essentially, she, get, she gets ones. another life as well, oh essentially, through this mode. Wow. Which makes her pretty annoying to play against. Yeah. And with this addition of the new character, everyone wants to play DPS. And with Roll Queue... It means you don't get to play all the other DPS characters as much because it takes forever to get in the game. Yeah, Roll Q is. I actually think Roll Q was a good call. Yeah, it wasn't to add to competitive. I think maybe in creative, 
treatment. I mean, in, 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 in Quick Play. I don't know if it was the best choice to add it into Quick Play. Yeah. I do think it was the I do think it was good that um, that they added it into competitive. Yeah. It's definitely a lot worse than I thought it would be. Really? I mean better, sorry. Better. It's oh, a yeah, lot yeah, better yeah. than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Cuz like even though you do get like 10 minute wait times for DPS, if you're someone like me who doesn't play a lot of DPS, you can get into games fast. Yeah. Like it's takes it's like 2 3 Five minutes if it's a really slow mm-hmm. one to get support or tank, which yeah. is who I mainly play when I play. And especially now that like if there's not enough support people playing or tank people playing, they'll like give a reward to play mm-hmm. and that type. Which yeah. like it's not like oh yay award, but it's it's nice. Yeah, it's not like terrib- It's not like a terribly large incentive. No. It's just a loot box for skins like we were talking about earlier. Or just like a or, couple of gold or yeah. whatever. Some sprays or voice lines or currency <clears throat> to buy those. Um, but it does really help competitive. Because mm-hmm. pre-roll queue, you would go in and you'd get four DPS. Yeah. A Brigida who doesn't really heal that much. Mm-hmm. And like Zarya. And like... You're, that team is useless. Yeah. You have a high damage output, but very low protection and very low healing. Yeah. So, um, it, it made everything a lot better. Mm-hmm. And in the same vein of making everything a lot better, it made it really hard for low-ranked car- people to get higher. Oh, um, right. Yeah, because... All of a sudden, they're having good um, teams. Mm. Like, the teams are better built because they're forced to be built better. Yeah. Because, like, so. like, if you were playing bronze, like, you had what I said. You had four DPS. Mm-hmm. You had, like, a Genji, a Hanzo, a Widow, and, like, a Symmetra. Yeah. And, like, chances are, if you're in bronze, they can't hit anything. <laughs> especially the Genji and the Hanzo. And, like, you're just... Yeah. It was it was really frustrating to play as someone who wasn't necessarily DPS. Because, like, when you had to choose what role you want to play and what character you want to play, it... Like, if someone took your character, then you're like, ah, whatever, I'll just pick someone else. Yeah, but this way... But this way, you... The chance of someone else picking the character is much lower because there's only one other person that yeah. can do it instead of five other people. Right. And it forces it to have two healers, two DPS, two mm-hmm. tanks. Much more balanced. Um, so as a low-ranked low, low p- player, that makes it so much better for you. Um, so yeah, as a low-ranked character a player, it makes it a lot better for you because now you actually have yeah good uh, teams. And you think, oh, that makes it, that, that'll let you get higher faster. But, but everyone has that Yeah, now. the enemy team is also... So like Structure so there. the skill level for every rank has increased. Oh yeah. So like what used to be gold is now silver. What used to be silver is now um bronze. Yeah. What used to be bronze is just really, really low bronze. <laughs> Super low bronze. Um Yeah. Yeah. I don't play a lot of competitive, so I'm right. not I'm not I'm really mostly sure play about competitive. all that. Um just because like 
Um, that was before roll queue. Mm-hmm. I when I started mostly playing competitive because I wanted to get into teams that cared more. Yeah. About the composition and winning. And now, I mean, there's still going to be people who are better at designing composition because, I mean, even if you have two healers, two DPS, two tank, doesn't mean mm-hmm. those are the right ones to work right, with each right, other. Right, right, yeah. Like, an example of a team, uh, it, even though you have 2-2-2, two, 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 and not being an effective team is going to be if you have, like, Brigida and Zen as your healers. Yeah. And then, like... Roadhog and Diva as your tanks, mm-hmm. and then like, I don't know. It doesn't really matter that much on <laughs> Any the DPS, DPS side. <laughs> um, which DPS you choose don't matter quite as much as, as which tanks tank. or which su- or or which supports you use. Yeah, um, it does matter, not quite as much, I don't think. Yeah, but yeah, because like if you have a low heal, low defense team, then. Then if you have an enemy team that does have 2-2-2, but better built, like if mm-hmm. you have a Rhine Zarya and a Lucio Moira mm-hmm. as their tanks and healers, they're, uh, they're automatically going to be more effective than you are. Yeah. Um, and since they released Rolku, they've also uh, introduced uh, hero pools, which the community is very split on. They can't, no one can really decide if they like it or not. Mm. Um, essentially, what Hero Pools is, is every week, about four different heroes are banned from competitive. Yeah, this doesn't affect quick play. Thank goodness. This would be especially annoying for quick play, because especially new players are like, I want to get in the game. I've only played, I've only played uh, this one character. Like, I've only played Hanzo, and then she's banned. And then they're like, well, what do I do? Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, thankfully, not in quick play, just in competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it's, I think it was well intended. I think the intentions were f- fine. Because essentially they were like, hey, because we see what, what, what Overwatch had a problem with was, like, really powerful metas. Mm-hmm. Where, like, in this meta, essentially, you just have you have to run pretty much this composition or a similar composition to be effective. Yeah. Like, during the GOATS meta, you had to run, and this was also pre-Roll Q, mm-hmm. you had to run Zarya, Reinhardt, and the third tank could vary. Sometimes it was Roadhog, sometimes it was D.Va, mostly D.Va. And then you had to run, like, Brigida, Lucio, and Moira. Oh, so or just tanks and healers. Just tanks and healers. Oh. And, like, if they ran that, if, an en- if the enemy team ran goats and you didn't, you lost. Mm-hmm. And so in, in ranks where, it, where composition really mattered, you just saw goats and goats fighting yeah. each other. That's why Roll was Roku introduced. Came in, and, and then, then they had... Other metas like double shield, where you had Reinhard Zarya, and a Bastion, and a Baptiste, and a couple, and just whatever, mm-hmm. and they would just like sit in one spot, high protection because those high shields, yeah, and the just the bunker, yeah, like, we'll just sit here, we'll just shoot, 
mm-hmm. with especially with characters that do a lot of damage like Bastion. So that's when they introduced the hero pools. They're like, okay, what if we just say, hey, you can't have a meta essentially? Yeah. What if the meta changes every week? Which takes a and it t- generally took a while to find out the meta. Like it would took yeah. like a, t- it normally took like a month after uh, buffs or nerfs in, were implemented to find the meta. And now that they're changing it every week, it's, it's kind of like a set. There's kind of like five different metas. Like, oh, what tank is blocked this week? Okay, yeah. if Reinhardt's blocked, you want Arisa. If Arisa's blocked, you want Reinhardt. If like Lucio's blocked, you want Brigida. If yeah. And there was something st- stuff like that, or like if Ryan and Lucio were blocked, maybe you don't want Brigida, but you want Arisa and Baptiste, or like, yeah, all that type of stuff. And that one time where all the characters fall into place, where the right ones aren't are banned, and the good ones aren't banned, and you just get the good meta. <laughs> uh, that has never happened. Oh, you know what? The fav- my favorite one was the meta where they were like, "Hey, what if?" We make Farah the most powerful character in the game. Oh no! They banned all. They banned ninety percent of the characters that can effectively deal with Farah. Uh oh! They banned six characters. I thought it was like four characters each time. It, it normally is. They just banned six. They banned characters six characters. They banned reason. Diva. They banned Baptiste. They banned Widowmaker. Soldier. McCree and Sombra, I think. Wow. So all those characters that have long range hit scan, which mm. are more effective than projectiles, were banned. Like you had to have like an Ash. Which in my opinion is a, not a good character. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think she's just a weak character. And you had to have her if they ran a far. So you saw a lot of Farah, especially when people didn't know how to play Farah. Mm. Uh, that's another problem I think Overwatch has, is that characters will watch video, uh, not characters, sorry, uh, players will watch videos or whatever and go, oh, this is what I should be playing. Yeah. But they don't necessarily know how no. to play and that then character. It just hurts the team because... Right, because they're like, oh, but no, I should be playing Farah. But like, if you're more effective as Torbjorn... You Torbjorn. should be playing Torbjorn. Um, yeah. yeah. I think... I don't know about Hero Pools. Yeah. I think in general it's good until it bans the hero you like. Yeah, that's... I mean, when it bans the heroes you don't like playing against, someone will be like, yeah, oh, like, this yay! is great. But as soon as it starts banning the people they like, they're going to be like, oh, what? this, right. this is right. horrible. Yeah. Like, I have a friend who thinks... Moira should be deleted from the game because <laughs> they just play Genji and Moira is really effective against Genji. Yeah. Um, and so they were like, oh, I, I hope every, every week Moira was banned. He was like, yeah, now I can play. And like for me, it's like, oh, Ryan's banned. Guess I'm not playing my main role. I'm not playing tank then. Yeah. Because the characters I like playing, Ryan, Diva, Zarya, all, well, one, I can't play Ryan. And then Diva and Zarya both work really effectively with Ryan. Oh, uh, yeah. And if Ryan's not there, people often play Orisa, who I think is kind of a boring tank. Yeah. She's very passive. I like to be a lot more active as tank. Mm-hmm. And or Symmetra as the shield for the tank. And it's not, I'm sorry, not Symmetra. Um, 
What's his name? Sigma. Yeah, Sigma. Sigma. One of those random names. And I don't really think he's that great. He's not not really a tank hero. No. Because his tank is very weak. Mm -hmm. He's good at, like, providing some... I'm sorry. I'm at shield. Every time I said tank, I'm at shield. He's not that good as a shield hero because his shield is very weak. If you need him, if you're running like an Arisa who can provide more shield, mm-hmm. he's a, a good character to be a little support. bit more support, t- supportive yeah. of your Arisa. But in anyway. general, he's more of a damage character. Really. Yeah, he, he's more focused on dealing damage um, and protecting himself. Than mm-hmm. protecting his team. Yeah. Yeah, so like when Ryan got banned, I was like, one, okay, one of the three tanks I like, I really like flanking is banned. And then the two other tanks I play work best with Ryan yeah. and don't really work with what people play mostly. So I would play other roles. I would play DPS or support mm-hmm. anytime that happened. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, think, I think all in all, Hero Pools is good. Yeah, it stops the metas, but... Except for the uh, fact that they got rid of hero pools. They did? Uh, yeah. You have to be, I think, diamond ranked. I think you have to be in the top three ranks. Top two or three, four, maybe? Okay, no. Let's see. There's diamond, there's master, there's grandmaster, and then there's top 500 peoples. Um... I know master, grandmaster, and top 500 have hero pools but they got rid of it for the rest i don't know if diamond does but yeah everyone below that they got rid of it oh which i think is actually okay because that's when the composition of the team doesn't matter as much yeah but in those high ranks when they're all about the special compositions exactly they can't get those right it's a bit more yeah yeah even yeah so i think i think that was generally a good move on their part yeah you know what else this is a good move on their part? Adding the workshop, which it wasn't recent or anything. It's been around no. for a while. It's been around for a bit. But it's basically where um, people just playing the game can make their own game mode. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, an infection, like the floor is lava, or mm-hmm. whatever, 1v1s. And they can just, like, make it just for them and their friends or for everyone. And some of them are a lot of fun. Yeah, it. I think that was a really good move, um, because a lot of players that play Overwatch. So, there's part of part of the Overwatch community. I think there's like three different types of Overwatch players. There's people that just play competitive. Mm-hmm. There's people that just play quick play or arcade, mm-hmm. like for or 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 those custom matches for fun, and there's like people that do both. But like that, those people that kind of just played for fun and not to try to get a a, a good rank, yeah. They, I feel I feel like they were kind they kind of weren't being like paid attention to, because like mm-hmm. everything that all all the changes that were changes that had been made and rolled out, yeah, like were made hero pools for competitive. Mm-hmm. And um, then- but this allows uh, more ways to just play for fun. Because a lot of people were playing these types of things just in custom matches. Mm-hmm. 
without the yeah, workshop. The and they were just saying, hey, let's just follow this set of rules yeah. and not every one word. And like, that would, like, people would get angry about that or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, when you can set it, like, it forces you to follow the yeah. rules. It makes it so much better. And a lot of the game modes that have been created are actually really cool. Like two of them, uh, Hero Gauntlet and Mirror Deathmatch mm-hmm. were taken yeah, like and put into the game as games as modes that would come in in the arcade. Yeah, which is really cool. Which is really cool. And I really like uh, Hero Gauntlet. It's pretty fun. Yeah, that one's lots of fun. I think, obviously, with the community thing, you're going to get these, like, dumb ones. Oh, yeah. Always. A lot of them. Which can make it difficult finding the good ones. You just have a list, and you're just going down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think one really cool thing that happened with uh, the workshop mode is that people would post codes and stuff and how to make uh, ones on, like, Reddit or YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so people can make – people can spend a lot of time, like, programming and making these and yeah. then give it to people. And people could use those to – Customize their own. Yeah, and they could use what other people have made to – and that's – yeah, to play, to play. And that's pretty cool. I yeah. Think. Yeah, they're really nice. Yeah. I, I think the workshop mode was a good improvement. It wasn't like a game-changing one. No. But it, it was important. Yeah, it's, it was pretty This good. is fun. Right. Right, right, right. But you know what? Overwatch has another thing that you might not expect. Lore! Guess what? Overwatch has lore. <laughs> but it's really hard to find. Super annoying. Um, so, as I was talking about with the skins and stuff, there's skins that are based off lore... And the story and all that stuff. But the lore and the story is pretty bad. Um, <laughs> it's just underdeveloped, you know. Super underdeveloped. There's a lot of uh, loopholes. I mean, not loopholes. Um, potholes. Um, and you can't really get much of any of the lore and the story in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, different, like, if you have two characters on the same team... Like, sometimes they'll talk together. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's, like, like there's no story. Just, like, mindless <laughs> chat. But, like, sometimes they're, like, oh, oh, this like these people hate each other. Huh. Yeah. Wonder why. And, and like, it, does, it doesn't really tell you a whole lot. Yeah, like, to get the lore for Overwatch, you have to go outside of the game. You have to yeah. watch YouTube videos. Like, they have really high-quality cinematics, mm-hmm. which are super good. Um, like, if they made a show... With the same quality of the cinematics, I'd watch that one hundred percent. Yeah, um, but like, yeah. So they have those cinematics. They have character backstories, which are less quality. Um, they have graphic novels. Mm-hmm. There's stuff on their website, and you yeah. kind of have to go there to figure out the lore yeah. and the story. They do, though, have the like. Every now and then, like the archives or whatever games. Yeah, there's like four of them, I think. There's three, three, and they they kind of it's like a playable level that is backstory. Mm-hmm. It's not like super in depth, and like are yeah. they even connected really? Though no, the three that are released aren't connected, or I'm sorry, just the three in the game aren't connected at all. They're just like little like snippets of like moments in Overwatch. Yeah story um but they're actually not that bad 
Um, oh. The story levels are pretty good, in my opinion. Um, they're pretty fun until you play them a bunch, because there's only three. Yeah. And they only come around once a year, so they're like, oh, it's special, i got to go play them. And then you get, well, I've already played these. Yeah. Um, I like the, uh, like, a lot of them have, like, almost all of them, I'm pretty sure, PvE. Yeah, the story um, ones I are like always that. PvE. Yeah, the uh, PvE factor about it. Yeah, fighting but, the Omnics or yeah. Talon. I'm just not as big as a fan of it as some people. Yeah, I like it. And and the developers of Overwatch know that people are like, hey, we need more of the story. We need more of the lore. Because it's, it's built to feel like it has a story. The but, game yeah. and the characters are designed to go like, oh, there's a story here. Cool. I want to know this. But then you, you can't know yeah. it. Even in the intro before the game starts. Yeah, there's like a little story snippet at the beginning of the of the beginning of the beginning of the game, an intro. But then like, there's no mm-hmm. nothing. There's nothing after that. But and they're developing Overwatch Two. Yes, which is more story based. Which is story based. Not. It has a campaign. That is definitely new. <laughs> yeah. So, essentially, it has the same PvP stuff that mm-hmm. Overwatch has. Yeah, well, like, it works with Overwatch, right? Um, I'm or not 100% sure on that. Uh, but, Overwatch will continue to be updated PvP-wise. Mm-hmm. So, any update that comes to Overwatch 2 also goes to Overwatch. So, like, any character they add... it relates add, to the PvP. Yeah, if they add a character, it goes to Overwatch mm-hmm. as well. And I think, I think they should at least be able to. If you have Overwatch two, you can play with Overwatch people. Mm-hmm. I think it should work that way. Um, I don't know if it will, but I hope it does. Okay. I thought I heard something. Yeah, but. but the main thing about it is that it has a campaign, which is those story missions we were talking about, like the yeah. archive events, except they're connected in a mm-hmm. linear story. Yeah, um, and you play through a campaign of those. Well, that's nice. Yeah, so you go, you play a level. It finds three other people that want to play that level. Mm. You play the characters that are associated with that level, and you fight the computer enemies, mm-hmm. and you do the story, uh, which I'm pretty excited about. I'm probably gonna. I haven't played much Overwatch recently, but when Overwatch Two comes out, I think I'm gonna hop. I'm gonna think I'm gonna get that. Mm. Hop back in and play the campaign because I really like games with the story. Yeah, yeah I like I like the story aspect mm-hmm. of it. All. It's just the one the levels that are currently out. Right. Yeah, they're really exciting. Like the first time you play. Yeah, but then it's like eh. yeah, which like you've got those story levels, but like the normal just PvP, it like feels like it doesn't fit into the story yeah, at all because you're playing against the other members of Overwatch, mm. the other members of Talent, the other members of Blackwatch. And you can fight your same character. Like, if you're playing Genji, there can be another Genji on the other team. Yeah. I mean, I understand it's so both teams can right, right. play the character. It just doesn't feel story. Yeah, because, like, all. the beginning of the game, Winston's like, hey, we got to get Overwatch back together. And then the game is just... The whole game is just fighting each other. It's like, yeah. what? Um, which is why I'm really glad that they're having Overwatch 2, that they're building it, they're building it as a story, as, like, a campaign. Um... So the just to expound more on that, the archive events and the levels that are going to be in Overwatch 2 are essentially strikes. If you've played Destiny or Destiny 2, mm-hmm. except four people instead of three, 
and it's just a little mission. You guys go on. You fight bad guys. You fight a boss. Okay. Um, the first one that they kind of showed off at BlizzCon was um, you're in Rio de Janeiro, where Lucio is, mm-hmm. and it's being attacked during the third Omnic Crisis, which essentially just third. <laughs> yeah, the third the third Omnic Crisis, um, which is essentially just like. Uh, robots are attacking again mm-hmm. for the third time. For the third time, I thought yeah. there was only one, but nope. No. There's three. No, there's three now. Because why not? Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I think I think it'll be interesting. I'm definitely gonna pick it up mm-hmm. when that comes out. Yeah. Might have to cheat off you and play it before <laughs> I buy it. Yeah. I'm probably gonna watch a couple videos first and be like, "Is this actually gonna be fun?" <laughs> They're probably just going to buy it anyway. Yeah. No, it's not fun. But who cares? But who cares? It's overwatch. Play. <laughs> yeah. No. Because I'm going to play it for the story. And I probably won't play it much after that. I mean, I'll probably play PvP for a while after that. Mm-hmm. And then I'll probably get a little bit bored of that. Because that's how I work with games. Yeah. I generally play one game for a couple months. And then and I'm like, just kind of... And then I'll play a different game. And I, I'll come back to games. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's Overwatch. Yeah. Final opinions. Um, I, it's fun. I mean, it's, it's not my favorite game, but yeah. it's fun. I, I don't play it a whole lot. I haven't recently, but yeah, it's definitely fun. Um, it's easy to just jump back into, especially with quick play. Yeah. Like I can hop on and not have to worry about, oh, I've missed out and all this stuff. Like I can just play another game. So mm-hmm. it's nice. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I used to play it a lot. I don't quite anymore. I kind of burnt myself out. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's what happens when you grind. Yeah. I definitely would recommend playing it as long as you don't as long as you don't get too invested in it. Yeah, um, especially because of the new one coming out. Well, yeah, that too. Um, I wasn't even thinking about that. <laughs> but like to me when I started caring like, "Oh, I really want to get to a higher rank." Cuz I'm a I'm a low low ranked character and yeah, I'm player keep saying characters i'm a low rank character we're, uh, we're not no, players not. we're the characters we are the characters in the game yeah no i'm a i'm a low level player um and when i started wanting to be higher level it took a lot of the fun out of the game yeah it just became it just became oh, i gotta get right i gotta get it better and i never did um yeah i never i i mean i did get a little better but not not, not that enough. much and it took a lot of fun out. So I think I think it really, I think it's true for a lot of games. You gotta, you gotta keep it in scope. Yeah. Like you gotta. Oh, this is a game. I'm supposed to be having fun while playing this. Mm-hmm. I think it's especially true of. Overwatch. Yeah. I mean, unless you're like naturally like super good at it, and you're like, hey, I'm gonna go pro, and you can actually. Right. Then, I mean, then it's a good because it's in the esports, except. Now it's falling apart. Yeah, it's kind of falling apart. It'll be around for a while. It has, it gets really good views. Um, I saw something somewhere that was like, it gets three times the amount of viewership as Smash Bros. tournaments. Oh, wow. Twice a week. Goodness. Because they, ha- they stream it twice a week, the games. Um, you used to be able to go pl- watch them live, but you know. It's the spring of 2020, and there's a quarantine. So you can't do that now. So now they just stream them, and they get more views than, like, than, yeah, the Smash Bros. Yeah. tournaments, which has a really big esports scene. 
Yeah. So I don't think it's going anywhere soon. Uh, I do think that they have to fix something or it will be going somewhere. But, yeah. Yeah. So, that's Overwatch. Thank you guys for listening. See you next time.